Welcome to In the Wake with Whitney. Here on this podcast, we cover mental health, life lessons, mindset growth, and tons of storytelling. Together, we'll laugh, we'll cry, and everything in between. I'm your host, Whitley Rogers. I'm a certified life coach and mental health advocate. I'm also a survivor of sexual and mental abuse. I'm here to open up those conversations that are normally uncomfortable or hush-hush in society. Keep listening for bits and pieces of my personal journey and insights along with other interviewees. Today, I want to go into what being a people pleaser looks like, my personal journey recovering from it, and how you can also quiet the people pleaser in you. I want to start by making the distinction that even though you may not believe or openly state that you are a people pleaser, take a step back for a second and ask yourself these questions with an open mind. Do you have a hard time saying no to people? Are you afraid of conflict? Are you afraid of upsetting or disappointing those around you? Do you obsessively care about what other people think of you? Do you feel the need to make sure everyone likes you? Do you feel like you are losing yourself in other people's expectations or opinions of you? Do you feel drained of energy or sucked dry of life quite often? If you answered yes to any of these, you may have a hint of people-pleasing in you. I think that all of us really do. Approval and acceptance is a basic human need. We all need to feel accepted and loved. It's not it's not a bad thing, but when we feel like we are lacking this, it, it can become a dangerous, slippery slope into people-pleasing. All of my life, for majority of the 18 years I have been living, I have felt this urge to please the people around me. People-pleasing takes the form of several shapes. It started with the fear of conflict or contention. I can remember this being a fear super young in my childhood. I did not want people to yell at me. I did not want people to be upset, angry, or disappointed in me. I did not want to argue with anyone. I didn't want to make anyone uncomfortable. So I would shut up and do everything in my capability to avoid conflict by doing whatever was necessary given the situation. That meant I said yes when everything within me wanted to say no. That meant I was put in situations I felt unsafe and uncomfortable in. That meant I was left feeling defeated and exhausted most days. That meant I was constantly staying small in order to draw, in order to not draw negative attention to myself. That meant I was taking the form of the people around me. I would all of a sudden do the things they did, say the things they said, and pretended to like things they liked. It meant I never had an opinion for myself. I would agree to whatever anyone said around me. It meant I obsessed over the words I said and things I did around people, hoping I didn't make a mistake that would cost me everything. It meant that I couldn't sleep some nights just reflecting about someone that didn't like me because I have been conditioned as a people pleaser. I have always been very indecisive. This is because I have never known what 
I want. It's always been about what other people want for me. It caused me to feel guilty if I ever chose what I wanted. I lived a lot of my life out of obligation. I felt like I had to be someone I was not. I felt like I had to accept friendships that were not good for me. I felt like I had to deal with being unsatisfied. I felt like I had no choice but to say yes. I also have been walked all over, used, and taken advantage of even before I found myself in an abusive relationship. I was being used by family, by so-called friends, by strangers. They were disrespecting my boundaries, disrespecting my values, draining me of all my time and energy. Specifically, from elementary school up into high school, I have always worked really hard on my homework. And other lazy students that knew I was a good student that did my homework would take advantage of my so-called kindness by asking me to send them the homework. So I would. And then they'd ask the next week again and again and again. And I was always left so frustrated and annoyed because here I was spending sometimes hours on my homework and they got to copy it down in minutes. But then again, the people pleaser in me felt like I had no choice. If I told them no, they'd hate me. They'd spread bad rumors about me. It'd be awkward in class the next day. I'd end up with no friends. You know, I'd spiral down into this thought process. So then I started lying. I either avoided these situations in fear or I would lie saying I didn't finish it yet and pretend that I was just as lazy as them. My point is that I was constantly living my life with this mask on, this face that I projected to everyone around me that was not my genuine, authentic identity. I felt like a fake. I felt like a fraud. I didn't know who I was or what I stood for or what I needed in life. It was just this sort of drifting from people to people, trying to please whoever needed pleasing. And now I had no idea I was a people pleaser. It's not like any of these things looked or felt like a problem to me. I wasn't consciously thinking the thought that I need to please everyone around me. It was it was a subconscious underlying belief that just ran my entire life. I was semi-functioning on this. I was happy in bits and pieces of those moments. I saw genuine parts of myself peek out during the years, but overall I was not living my life in an authentic way. I was merely surviving in this mode rather than thriving like I wished I, I was. So it wasn't until early 2018 after my abusive relationship ended and I cut my abuser completely out of my life that I started doing the inner work needed to change this people pleaser in me. You see, when I was deep in the abuse, I wasn't just a people pleaser, but I lived my life seeking to please solely my abuser. Side note, this does not mean it was my fault that I was being abused. And I'll go further into explaining that when I tell my full story, but if you're an abuse survivor and have questions about this, please feel free to contact me. But anyway, the people pleaser in me had reached an unbearable point 
those few years. So when I reached a breaking point, I had to change something. It was life or death. I was no longer surviving in this people pleaser mode. And when you're getting crumbs of approval and acceptance, you begin to starve to death. It's not until you start feeding yourself that approval and acceptance rather than looking outward to other people to throw you their crumbs do you begin to quiet that hunger and become nourished and plentiful now let me tell you what my life looks like now compared to this i have found myself i am continually finding myself through every day i take care of myself i do what is best for me in any given moment I stand strong for what I believe in, and I don't care that not everyone agrees with that. I share my truths. I share my beliefs. I share my opinions. And I make some people very uncomfortable in that. So uncomfortable that they fight me on who I am or what I have to say and try to shame me into being quiet. I know some people that really do not care for me. In fact, some that despise my very guts. Some express that to my face or hiding behind a screen or through spreading rumors. Some people don't understand me, so they try to make me feel small or stupid. But I don't care about any of that. It doesn't cause me to waver in my truth. I have a deep knowing and understanding of myself, so I don't need the approval of anyone else to validate whether I am enough or not. I feel free from the bonds and chains of acceptance from the world. I no longer put my power in the hands of someone else. My personal power is in my sacred hands. I no longer give up my time and energy on things and people that don't deserve it. I own my time. I set boundaries. I can breathe again. I can keep my chin up and walk with confidence that I am living my best life. It is beautiful. It is freeing. It is the only way to truly live and love your life. So how do you quiet the people pleaser in you? How do you start living your best life? (laughs) Let me tell you, it's not easy. It's a hard working journey, but it's so very worth it. So worth it, I promise you. You have to start by getting to know yourself. You have to do the inner work. If you have gotten lost in the bonds of people pleasing and have put on a mask for so long, you will need the tools of self-compassion, self-awareness, and self-respect to pry that mask off and smash those bonds. You need to sit with yourself. You need to become aware of your strengths and weaknesses. You need to date yourself, asking the questions about your wants, your needs, your likes, your dislikes, your dreams and aspirations. You need to begin a relationship with yourself and get to know the depths of your soul and love yourself with an unconditional love. Because the moment you begin to know yourself a little bit better is the moment you'll be able to build up the courage to break the people pleaser in you. Instead of seeking outward for things like love, compassion, respect, approval, 
and acceptance. Try looking inward for once. Build, grow, and foster the approval for yourself. Decide that you are enough. Decide that your needs matter. Decide that you are deserving of what's best for you. You have to shift these underlying beliefs within you into these empowering ones. It's a matter of becoming confident in who you are. It's living your life in alignment with who you are and not allowing anyone or anything to shift you out of that alignment. It's becoming your authentic, genuine self and staying true to that no matter the circumstances or people that come up. It's a matter of respecting yourself enough that you don't cater to the insecure need to be liked. So when I began this journey of finding my authentic, true self, along with my needs, desires, and dreams, I was comfortable in my own bubble. I could be my authentic self right in my comfortable place, but as soon as I was outside of my bubble, into the world, whether around family, friends, or strangers, the people-pleaser defense would creep up again and push me out of alignment. So after I became self-aware, I had to push my limits and train myself to no longer shapeshift into fitting the crowd around me. Instead of fearing standing out, I had to come to peace with being different. I was not your average teenager. Aside from the obvious fact that I was extremely depressed and consumed in an abusive relationship, I didn't do the normal, regular things teenagers do. I didn't go to parties or have lots of friends. I didn't have the amazing high school experience of enjoying my teenage years. I switched to online school senior year. I started a podcast and became a life coach. And when all my peers are going off to college, I'll be moving to China and not going to college. I didn't and don't like the things that kids my age like. I don't do the things people my age do. I'm not interested in and talk about the things the people my age talk about. I'm just different. And that was a really hard fact for me to face for a long time. Because for so many years I was pretending. Pretending to say, do, like, and be who society who the world and who my peers told me I was supposed to be. I was caught up in trying to be a part of the crowd. So in order to break this people-pleasing habit, I had to separate myself from the crowd. I had to be authentic to myself, even if that meant not fitting in anymore. But I fit in with myself. I finally came home to who I am. The thing is, not one of us is an exact replica of the next. We need to embrace those differences instead of shaming them. Individuality needs to be celebrated and praised. For so long, I feared standing out because being different makes people uncomfortable, and the people pleaser in me wants to make everyone else comfortable in my presence. And then I read this quote that said, you're unwilling to make other people more uncomfortable than they just made you. And my mind exploded. Like, whoa. I had never thought about it like that. 
being a people pleaser, I was always uncomfortable in my own skin. So now I refuse to let what other people might think of me stop me from being me. I can no longer reflect whoever I'm with. They are an individual being and so am I. And that's okay. We don't all have to be the same kind of person. That, that would be so boring. We would all be robots. And that's, that's just no fun to me. I don't know about you. Not conforming to fit the crowd means that I no longer take on the expectations, wants, or opinions of others to create who I am. Because by conforming to what other people want or expect of you is ultimately lying to yourself and the people around you because you're not being the true version of yourself. You're showing up as a superficial version. Even if if this version is accepted and approved of by your family, your friends, your peers, it's still superficial. And your life will become this lie where deep down you're unhappy and unsettled. Be honest. Be true to yourself. Stop lying about who you are. Stop lying about what you want in life. Stop lying about what you stand for and believe in. Think about it like this. You are living your life, right? You have to live with the choices you make. So why would you make choices based off someone else's opinions or expectations of you? Because in the end, they're not the ones living with those choices. You are. This means not choosing the college you go to based off your parents' expectations. This means not choosing a job that is respectable in society's eyes but makes you miserable. This means not choosing a significant other because they chose you. Stop letting other people grab the wheel of your life. You are the driver. No one else is in that seat. Another part to quieting the people pleaser is a matter of owning your time. This means that you don't let other people dictate what you do or don't do and when you do it. You're not obligated to anything. You aren't obligated to go to lunch with that friend that makes you feel like crap. You aren't obligated to bite off more than you can chew. You aren't obligated to save someone's butt when they've messed up. You aren't obligated to say yes to that date. Whatever it is, don't simply go through with it because you feel the need to please whoever is pushing. When you are living your life trying to please everyone around you, you are powerless. You have no control. You're putting your power in the hands of other people, and they are bound to abuse that power by using up your every waking second and draining the energy from your spirit. Your time and energy are precious. Don't waste it on things and people that aren't worth it. Spend it wisely. Spend it on things that you want to do and things you need for yourself. You cannot sacrifice yourself and who you are for someone or something that doesn't respect your personal time and energy. You can't hand it out like candy. It's to be savored and held close. Own your time, and in the end, own your power. The opposite to being a people pleaser is the word no. Saying no is a people pleaser's worst nightmare. 
no has gotten a bad rap and has such a negative connotation around it. But I, I don't understand that. I mean, I do, but I don't. <laughs> I believe that saying no is a gift. I found myself believing that saying no wasn't even a choice for me. It just wasn't an option. But guess what? You are allowed to say no. Grant yourself permission and the privilege to say no. When people want too much from you, you are most certainly allowed to say no. In the mind of a people pleaser, it's not so much about the word itself. It's more about what people will think of us when we do say no. The mind spirals into, will they hate me? Will they think I'm selfish? Will they think I'm lazy? Will they think I'm mean? Will they no longer talk to me? Will this ruin our relationship? All these different conclusions that we jump to in the wake of saying no. But most of the time, they aren't even true. If you really struggle with this one, reframe it to think by saying no, you're being nice to yourself instead of being mean to them. If no really isn't in your vocabulary, start small with some baby steps. Say no to minor small things that don't require a lot of thought or effort. Work that muscle so that when it comes to the big things that suck you dry of life, it becomes easier and more natural coming out of your mouth. Another way to work this muscle is to stop and think before you respond. Because as a people pleaser, we have been trained on automatic to respond with a yes. So instead of jumping right to that, take a moment to pause. Reflect with yourself to ask what you really want to say. What do you really need in that moment? Then after feeling that, respond with honesty. Sometimes you will genuinely say yes, but other times you will gracefully give a no. Stay authentic to yourself in these moments. Following the word no comes boundaries. People pleasers know no bounds. We give and give and give when we have nothing left for ourselves. When you have no boundaries, people will take advantage of it and use you to no end. When you begin the journey of self, you'll begin to know your limits. You can use those limits to set clear boundaries as to how you'll spend your days, your time, and your energy. For your own sanity, stop allowing yourself to be so accessible to everyone and anyone. Don't just allow for others to feast off your time and energy whenever they please. Acknowledge your needs and put boundaries in place to protect those needs. Some of the deepest pains I have felt are denying my own needs and feelings in order to make other people comfortable. If you are struggling to, to set boundaries at first, Try setting time limits instead. Maybe you only give an hour of your time to someone or something, and you make that very clear. This way, you're only giving a part of you instead of allowing them to selfishly consume everything you have. But let me tell you this. The people that get upset with you setting boundaries are the people that were benefiting from you having none. 
that in and of itself is a huge red flag. If other people truly care for you and your well-being, they will respect your boundaries and be proud of you for setting them. The moment I started setting boundaries, I upset quite a few people that were leeching off of me having no boundary with them whatsoever. But if becoming the best version of myself and taking care of myself means I have to lose a few people along the way, then so be it. I don't want toxic toxic people in my life and setting boundaries is a huge eye-opener for that. Being a former people pleaser, an empath, and now an advocate sharing my truths openly, I have especially needed boundaries in order to take care of myself. It's literally part of my self-care routine. This means that I can't interact with other survivors when I am in a bad place and more prone to being triggered. It means I don't push my limits and overstimulate myself when my mental health is low. It means I don't engage in an argument with someone who is committed to misunderstanding me. It means I don't explain myself or try to prove my story to anyone questioning it. Boundaries are such blessings. Write them down. Make them clear. Live them. I have a news news flash for all of my fellow people pleasers. You are not in charge of anyone's feelings. You can't control how other people perceive you. If you struggle with this false sense of control where you try to control how the world views you, go listen to my episode about navigating control because you are only in control of yourself. Everyone else makes their personal choices on what they will think of you. When you come to terms with the fact that you are not in charge of anyone else's feelings, you will be set free from the bonds of people-pleasing. No matter what you do, even as a people-pleaser, someone is bound to still be unhappy. It's impossible to make every single person happy at the same time. So if your odds and the end result are the same, whether you're actively trying to please those around you or just living your best free life, then why not choose the version that sets you free? You have to learn to stay true to yourself no matter if the other person chooses to experience being disappointed, hurt, inconvenienced, or see you as a crazy person. Other people's judgments just come to show their own stories, their own insecurities, their own beliefs. It's not about you. It's about them. Even when it feels like it's about you, guess what? It's, it's not about you, sister. So stop obsessing over what other people think because whatever story they have made up in their minds about you is not your story. You have the power to write your own stories about yourself. When I started practicing the art of living authentically and in alignment with myself, aka I let go of the need to people please, First, I apologized a lot, and I think apologizing has become a normal for most women in the world. We apologize for taking care of ourselves. We apologize for doing what makes us happy. 
We apologize for setting boundaries. We apologize for saying no. We apologize for not living up to expectations put on us. We apologize for making others uncomfortable. We apologize for other people. We apologize for being strong. We apologize for our existence. Stop apologizing, girl. Stop yourself dead in your tracks when you are about to let the words, I'm sorry, come out of your mouth for something that is not yours to apologize about. Never apologize for who you are. Never apologize for your beliefs and values. You don't owe anyone an apology for that. Becca Lee wrote, The ocean does not apologize for its depth, and the mountains do not speak forgiveness for the space they take up, and so neither shall I. That spoke volumes to me. Don't apologize for taking up space. You are allowed to take up space. You are allowed to exist and be and do and speak. You need to let go of the guilt. Instead, give yourself permission to say no guilt-free. Give yourself permission to shamelessly set boundaries. Give yourself permission to have a different opinion. Give yourself permission to stand tall in your truths without wavering. You have to make peace with the fact that not everybody is going to like you. What are your fears? Is it that you don't feel good enough? Is it that you fear being disliked? Is it a fear of abandonment? A fear of conflict? A fear of being misunderstood? Whatever it is, Come to a peaceful surety that you are good enough regardless of what other people think. And not everybody is going to like you. And that is okay. That is okay. You are not meant for everyone. You're not going to be everybody's person. You just simply can't be. Don't fret. That's just life. For me personally, I had to come to peace with knowing that not everyone is going to understand me. I had to come to peace with knowing that when I share my personal, vulnerable story, not everyone is going to believe me. I had to come to peace with knowing that not everyone is going to agree with my lifestyle and the decisions I make. I had to come to peace knowing that even the people I love most and wish with every fiber of my being would approve of me sometimes will end up disappointed when I choose my authentic self over pleasing them. That was the hardest one to come to terms with. And I still struggle knowing it from time to time. Just know that every time you choose to please someone else over being authentic, you lose a piece of yourself. Don't be afraid of losing other people. Be afraid of losing yourself trying to please everyone around you. The last thing I want to mention is that I acknowledge whether you are a people pleaser or not, it hurts knowing someone doesn't like you. It's soul crushing hearing someone disprove of your decisions. It's gut wrenching seeing someone walk away when you're simply trying to live an authentic life, especially 
especially when it comes from a parent, a best friend, a role model, a sibling, just someone close to you. It's just painful. No matter how strong you stand in yourself, that feeling may never get easier. But the difference is whether you act upon those feelings of discomfort. When you are acting out in your need to please people, the second you feel that discomfort, you do say, act in a way to conform to the things other others want in order to keep the peace or restore that comfort. But now, when you feel that discomfort, you simply acknowledge it. You feel it and sit with it. But you don't react to it by giving up a part of yourself. You just let it run its course through you and then let it go. It still hurts when I get negative reviews or comments on my social media that attack me and my truths. It breaks me down into tears. It still hurts when someone close to me doesn't understand who I am or what I stand for. It still hurts when I am wrongly judged and disliked for unknown reasons. I can still feel that hurt without letting it consume my being and obsessing over how to please that person into viewing me in the opposite way. I no longer want to hustle for my worth. So if you get anything from this episode, I hope you know that you are good enough. Your needs matter. You are allowed to take up space. And you are a badass. Don't let anyone tell you or make you feel any different. The song that I wanted to end this episode with is called What If I by Jesse Smiles. And the lyrics read, What if it's dark? What if I never finish what I start? What if the lights that promised me the world just leaves me blind? What if the pain that comes my way is more than I can take? What if the heart that beats in me has something more to say? What if I let it lead the way? What if I could call on the sun? What if I could shine till there's nothing but love? What if I, what if I, what if I stand up and choose to believe And it's always, it's always been all up to me. What if I, what if I, what if the truth is true for me, but not enough for you? What if I'm brave, brave, but every move I make is made in pain? What if every lie, what if they're right and push me to like quit? What if the image of a perfect girl isn't something I can fit? What if I could call on the sun? What if I could shine till there's nothing but love? What if I, what if I, what if I stand up and choose to believe? And it's always, it's always been all up to me. What if I, what if I, what if these demons standing tall? What if I can't face them all? What if I can take every single tear, every broken face, get on my knees, make a brand new me and be free? What if I could call on the sun? What if I could shine till there's nothing but love? What if I, what if I stand up and choose to believe? And it's always, it's always been up to me. Oh, beautiful, beautiful words. So good. And such good questions to ask. 
So I hope you liked this episode. Thanks for listening and tune in next week. I hope this podcast left you feeling empowered, better understood, and less alone in this crazy thing called life. If you like what you hear, leave a rating or review and share it with your friends. Thanks for listening and tune in next time.